Hello, listeners. Bonjour, les auditeurs. Or perhaps I could say, salut, les gars. What does that mean? <laughs> that means, hey, guys. Isn't that the cool way of starting podcasts? I'm, maybe. I couldn't tell you. But I, oh, I'm, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Avril Adams. I'm a material science and engineering and civil engineering double major here at Tech. I'm a first year. Uh, and I'm here with my dad, who is a tech graduate himself, an electrical engineer. And he is bilingual. Uh, he speaks French and English, if you can't tell. Uh, so, Daddy, uh, did you didn't learn any French until you were an adult, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, that's correct. So I did study Spanish in in high school for a couple of years, but you know that, that I really wouldn't claim to be able to speak Spanish. I could say a few words, but yeah, before I was an adult. Uh, after graduating from college, uh, I really couldn't claim to have been able to speak another language. Yeah, those those high school classes definitely don't mean that you're proficient in a language. That is right. that is for sure. Uh, but you would mm-hmm. consider yourself fluent in French now, right? Or, but, yeah, I am. Yes. yes, I am now. Yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, generally, most people consider it harder to learn a language as an adult uh, rather than as a child, especially uh, with no real background in learning languages uh, like you've kind of described. Uh, Why do you think that you were able to pick it up so quickly? Well, it's because uh, I took a linguistics class when I was in tech. No, seriously, it (laughs) it did actually help when when it came time to learn because I did take some formal training with my work. I worked for a French company and there was uh, an opportunity to take some basic French training uh, with my job. And uh, I took what's called Kurabaz, which is the initial basic training. Uh, and it was, I won't say it was just a translation class because it did teach some theory. And that's really where the linguistics class helped is to, uh, since I'm more um, of an analytical thinker and, and uh, more of a, a structured thinker, uh, understanding linguistics and linguistic theory and language structures and also a little bit of history, I think that it, it helped me to understand and visualize, if I can say that, how the language worked, and that helped me to learn it. But really, the when I seriously started learning French was before I had an opportunity to move to France, where I was going to move over there and live there for a while. A I became, long while. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was, it was a while. I became seriously motivated because while it is possible to visit France or visit Paris and you always hear, oh, everybody in Europe always speaks English, that is true in some of the the more tourist areas, but I was not going to be working and living in a tourist area. I was going to be working in a French company and the work was going to be in French. Uh, I was going to have to survive and my wife was going to go with me and she was also going to have to survive. So I would need to be able to, to take care of her because she had some language skill, but she was also not fluent. And so I had very strong motivation. And so while I was taking uh, French classes uh, as part of my job, I was also doing a lot of homework and even driving back and forth to work. At the time, it was about a 45-minute drive each way. I would listen to – yeah, but it was a great opportunity to listen to language tapes. And not like classes on tape, but I could listen to recorded radio shows, for example. So I was listening to native speakers just – 
talk at, at normal speeds and use a variety of languages or, or words in the language. And uh, that really helped a lot to not only to understand and, and sort of tune my ear, but also to pick up the accents. So uh, when it all was said and done, I was, quote, working on learning a language about 30 hours a week. And that was on top of a full-time job. So it's basically a second full-time job. Uh, was to learn a language. So I wouldn't say that I learned it quickly, but I, I did have to learn it in a short period of time to a level of proficiency. Yes. But really, when it sort of kicked in the high gear was when I was living over there and totally immersed and working 100%. And we were traveling every weekend off the beaten path to places that were not tourist areas always. And that's really where it, uh, it really came to be. Do you think uh, that when you when you got to France, did you feel like relatively prepared after all after all of that like preparation work that you were doing back in the states? So I was prepared in some ways. I could ask where a bathroom was. I could carry <laughs> on a technical conversation. What I did learn was that I was not ready to find food. Oh, uh, my goodness. I, because the training that I had was all about business and technical and engineering and interactions and how to travel. But I didn't know how to handle a grocery store. I didn't know what the words were. I didn't know how to ask for well, things. I guess, that I I guess that's, that's something that those high school language courses do a little do a little better than. <laughs> Probably so, because mine was, you know, as I mentioned, it was my, my work that, that trained me. And uh, I guess that was something that they really didn't think about too much. And uh, now, <laughs> fortunately, my wife was there. Your mom was yes. there, so uh, she took it upon herself to become proficient in the foods, and so uh, she learned that side of the language, and I could take care of the other parts. Very, very interesting. So uh, that his his glowing review of the linguistic classier tech is actually why I enrolled in the course. I needed an extra humanities <laughs> credit, I think, like most of us in here. Uh, but the reason that I picked this course was because he enjoyed it so much. We think I did. very I similarly. Really did. So, um, mm -hmm. now and I have made references to it uh, throughout your life, by the way. Really? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah, that's a whole separate Yeah, we can, we can talk about that after this. Um, so for the next little bit, uh, we're just going to get into a couple of fun questions that uh, Google said were fun to ask uh, people that are bilingual. Um, oh, boy. So do you have a favorite language? <laughs> yes, I really like Italian. Oh, wait, that's not what you're talking oh. about. You mean between French and English. I do. Oh, okay. I so, do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I will say... My preferred language is English because that's what I'm more comfortable in. Although sometimes it is easier to say things in French. Can you give an example of that? Mm, so, well, let me describe it this way. Okay. The French language has a word, a unique word for many, many more things than English does. Whereas you may have to describe something with a phrase or a couple of sentences in English there may be a single word to describe that in French mm. or, or uh, even uh, different variants of a thing could have a different word instead of a, a combination of multiple words to describe the variant. Huh. That's so, uh, so I find that very interesting. And when, uh, when we moved home from France, 
we would oftentimes find ourselves mixing French into our English speaking just in normal conversation because the French word was easier to get the point across than saying a phrase in in uh, in English. Were y'all still so, doing that when when I was when I was a baby and a toddler, or was that just y'all yes. trying to make me not understand you? <laughs> well, okay, so we would do that both one to expose Stop you to Englishing. it, but two. But two, sometimes yeah, stop Englishing was your phrase. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, but sometimes it was just because it was a more efficient way of communicating. Wow. And and uh, and also sometimes it's just fun. It's fun to speak in French. It's fun to think in French. God, uh, that was so, another one of the questions that you led me into. Oh, what's that? That was impressive. That that was. As though we had planned it, but I promise we did not. <laughs> do you do you think in both languages? So yes, yes. <laughs> per- particularly when I'm in, for example, if I'm at work and I'm in a meeting that is being conducted in French, I am mm. absolutely thinking in French, <laughs> and then you know, I have to to switch back. And when uh, when we were living in France and we were immersed in France, I would dream in French also. Whoa, and you you hit another one of the questions. <laughs> You're killing this. Okay. Well, okay, so hey. you would dream in French. Yes. Now, I have not dreamt in French in a long time, at least that I remember. Uh, but, oh, yeah, it was common to uh, to dream in French. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I'm learning so many new things about my dad, guys. Okay. Uh, well, hmm. I think we have time for one more fun question before we close okay. it out. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm spoiling all your questions. I know. Oh my goodness! You you did like three in one right there. That was crazy. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, this one is less of a fun question and more just oh, because boy. I'm curious. So a few nights ago. Uh, you mentioned to me that you've never really thought of yourself as bilingual. Cause I asked you if you were okay with me referring to you as bilingual. And you said <laughs> right. yes, but you were like, I, I, I've never really, really thought of myself like that. Um, do you know why that is? <laughs> um, no. So I, and, and the reason that I finally said, yeah, I guess I am bilingual <laughs> was because, uh, I, I think of the people that I work with and I, I, Particularly in French, of course, there are people from France. There's also people from Canada. Yes. And and I work with different people of different language skill levels. And even the ones that will struggle with English but still try to speak English with me, I think of them as bilingual because they're trying. And yeah. they, can, they can have a, a conversation. They may struggle. We may have to switch back and forth between languages. But I still consider that person to be bilingual, even if that person has a lower skill level in English than I do in French. So at that point, I, I, based on your question, I you did a be. quick analysis and a survey <laughs> of the people around me. And I said, well, I guess that I am. That is a really good way of defining that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good answer. Yeah. So uh, in the past, when people have asked me, do you speak French? My answer is typically in French, of course, yes, a little. And because I, I don't know, I know that I don't know the whole language, but I also know that I don't know the whole English language. Yeah, I don't think that, and, I don't think that you're saying you know a little bit of French is fair to yourself. Well, you know, well you know also, it, it, helps, it helps to set <laughs> expectations. I, so... So that yeah, they can discover my level. High. Yeah, well, yeah, because that that means that they will speak more clearly. 
They will enunciate better. Oh, so you're tricking they will, them. They, yeah, I'm manipulating <laughs> them. And they will, will speak with their, their rhythmic cadence more more pronounced. Oh. And that helps me to understand. And then when they hear me and we have the conversation, sometimes they will forget that they're trying to make me understand. And oh. then it becomes harder. So I, I go in with setting low expectations so that we can arrive at an appropriate level. I see. As opposed to going in, oh, yeah, I speak French, and then it just blah, 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 and goes <laughs> off the rails. I don't want that either. <laughs> that, that, that also makes a lot of sense. Okay, <laughs> so this is the last question, I believe, because we're, we're nearing, I think, I think we're beyond the time. Honestly, I would need to check the syllabus again. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk that much. No, 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 no. Not at all a problem. Uh, It just means that people actually have to listen to 12, 15 minutes of this. As opposed to five or ten, as is defined in the syllabus, something like that. There's no upper limit. Um, So I should have spoken more French because I could have used fewer words. I mean, you can can go for it now if you have something something on the spot. No, that's okay. 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 <laughs> so, last question: uh, Do you have Please? any advice for monolingual people that are trying to learn a second language or their their first uh, non-native language? So, so uh, well, I, I will say this: as I alluded to before, uh, the when it really kicked in for me, it was because I was highly motivated. So if you want to learn a language just because you think it's cool or because you're planning a one-week trip to Paris or uh, or something like that, it, it, that's, quite frankly, not enough motivation. You have to be highly motivated. You have to want for this to be your career or you have to want it to be an integral part of who you are, your personality, how you present yourself and, and the skills that you were able to, to bring to bear. Uh, or you have to, and like in my case, looked at it as I need this to survive. I'm going to be in a situation where this is going to be painful if I don't have some level of proficiency. So you have to really understand why you want to learn it and because learning a language is not easy, quite frankly. And so it's hard to stick with it. If you, all you want to do is learn uh, you know, a few phrases, you want to know how to, to order a beer or a, you know, or, or a cheeseburger or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, know can, all you can do you that. You order in France. Yeah, well, so so that, that's some of the Spanish that I remember is oh, how to order oh, okay. beer and cheeseburgers in, in Spanish. Oh, exactly. I didn't learn that in high school, by the way. And oh, well, that's uh, that's good. Right. Good that those, yeah. those Raven schools are not. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I would say that that you have to make sure that your motivations are strong enough if you really, really want to learn. Well, Daddy, thank you, thank you so much for your help on this. Um, sure. I, you know, couldn't have done it without you. It is ten percent of my grade. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you owe me now. Um, a, a little bit, maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Fair thank enough. you all for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that this was useful and also fit within the scope of the, <laughs> the project. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> all right. Merci beaucoup tout le monde. Yeah, good night guys. <laughs>